When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another exciting edition of the Pointless Exercise podcast. It's time for the Bears podcast with Mike Pusateri and Mike Prasnowski. It's a special trade line. Trade? Trade line? Trade deadline? Trade line. Trade line. Trade line. line. That's what I'm calling it now. Uh, Version of the podcast. (laughs) Guys, uh, how are you? Eh. Was expecting more from today. Thought, uh, you know, Jalen Johnson might be moved, and then we get the news that get Montez Sweats. Yeah, well, there had been a rumor that they were after Chase Young. That's when we thought, no, trade for all the chases. Um, <laughs> Every chase in the league comes yeah, to the worked Bears. Worked out so well last time. Yeah, <laughs> um, I feel I think they got I think they got the better of the two players, uh, mostly for the fact that uh, over the last three years, I got this written down. Chase Young has played in 19 of the Commanders' 41 games. <laughs> Terrific. Wow. Sounds like a bear already. Well, they didn't get him. He's a niner. No, I know. I know. They got sweat. And that's actually that's a good gamble to take if you're the Niners. You really only need him on passing downs. Um, you know, if he misses a few games, what the hell? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we can start there. The Bears. Um, so l- last night, news broke that they had uh, Jalen Johnson had fresh off of you know two interceptions just two weeks ago, the second and third of his career. I uh, had requested a trade, and the Bears said, "Fine, have your little agent call around, see what he comes up with." And so people were like, "Oh, there it is. They're going to trade him." You know, um, and then the Bears made the first trade of the day when they sent a second rounder to the commanders for the Keith Sweat's son, Montez. Is he Keith's son? He should be. He's not. Uh, it's not like the Bears need a defensive end <laughs> or anything. Um, and we got all the takes. We got the people. Why don't they just wait and sign him as a free agent? Because the commanders were going to trade him to somebody today. And if, you, if he's the guy you want, he could very well sign with whoever they trade them for. Yeah. Uh, why would you trade a second rounder for him when a second rounder is basically a first rounder because the Bears are so bad? I mean, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, also, if you were going worked to... Worked, worked out so well last year. Yeah. 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 But you also can't... The fact that a trade didn't work a year ago shouldn't mean you can't make trades. You know, oh, oh, that didn't work. We'll never, we'll never do that again. Um, 
the motivating factor seemed to be, and there were other teams that were looking for defensive ends because the draft is bereft of pass rushers next year. So if you were going to use your second round pick on a pass rusher, you probably weren't going to get anybody that good. Right. Right. And plus, Sweat is a great name for a bear. It is. It really is. Just think of the puns. We can. I, obvious Shirts is coming up with a shirt already for that. Oh, I'm sure they are. <laughs> <laughs> Sweaty Sundays. <laughs> Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Yeah. Well, when the Bears finish 2-15, and 15, they could be Sweaty Pits. Sweaty Pits. Sweaty Pits. <laughs> Are you feeling better about your 40-sack prediction now with, with uh, sweat equity on board? He only needs to get 30 of them, I think. That'll be fine. That'll doable. Be doable. Yeah, That'll but if doable. he has uh, six and a half sacks and the Bears have ten. Yeah. Uh, so then the, the, it got closer and closer to the deadline, and I think it was uh, the rumors were it was either going to be the Niners or the Bills that traded for Jalen Johnson. The Niners – sent a third round pick to the commanders to get the other guy, Chase Young. And that kind of took them out of it. And then the Bills traded a fifth rounder for Rasul Douglas from the Packers. Which I think was the sign that the Bears weren't trading Jalen. It's clearly Jalen's a better player than Rasul. And they were kind of like, fine, we'll just we'll trade a fifth rounder instead and we'll take this guy. Um now I don't know why, I don't know how the anything in the Bears front office works. But one of the reasons you would tell a player at the deadline it's fine to go look for a trade is if you think your offers to him have contract offers have been fair and he doesn't think they are. That him and his agents spend the day trying to find a fit, but they also talk about all right, now if we tra- if we if if we work out a deal to get here, what what's the offer gonna be? Mm-hmm. And the player often will find out that, oh, maybe what they're offering isn't is out of line. As I thought it was. Right. Or it did the opposite. And Jalen's like, there's a shitload of money out there for me, so fuck you. <laughs> right. I can't wait right. to go away. We'll find out, I guess. And if they don't re-sign him in the next few weeks, uh, that probably means he's going to leave. By the way, a second ago, I, I don't know if this, this was a Freudian slip, it, it sounded like you referred to Green Bay as the Peckers. The Peckers? <laughs> Peckers. <laughs> Peckers. <laughs> which I, which I, I applaud if that was the case. No, just my lisp. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was quite a game. Packers-Vikings. Man, the Packers are bad. Like, yeah. awful. It's terrible to see. Boo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. I feel for them. I heard heard a stat that uh, the Brewers, despite getting swept in the playoffs, have more wins in October than the Packers <laughs> did. <laughs> that one win was against the Cubs, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, the Bears must have had more wins in October than the Packers then. They got two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think that whole that Charger game on Sunday would have been completely different had they had Montez Sweat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Probably, probably would have been 30-13 to 13 the other way. Never have I been so glad not to go yeah. to a Bears game. Just, I was always like, yeah. It was like the most primetime Bear game ever. Yeah, it really was. You know, they, they had one good play. Very first play of the game. Yes. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, we can go home now. It kind of worked. We got screwed by the refs, but 
you know, once we gained 40 yards, now we're done for the night. Yeah. And then just the regular misery of them humiliating us on national TV. Again. A tradition unlike any other. It's It's got to be our fault, right? Because we watch it. So the networks can't resist it. They're like, fine, we'll right. put the Bears yeah. on. We always get a good number. It's like, all right, we're we're just, we need to boycott these night these primetime games. So they don't put the Bears on it. Then we won't have to get embarrassed by them being in primetime anymore. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, either that or what? or maybe they, they could get good. No, they wouldn't want to do that. I wonder what scenario that would take, too, because, like, if the Bears were, like, go winless very deep into the season, be like 0-10 or beyond, people will still be watching throughout the country for that. So, like, you know, what's going to, like, really <laughs> get right. Bears fans to, like, not watch completely now? It's got to thread the needle. you gotta be, you got to be really bad but not completely terrible. You right. don't want to be so <laughs> terrible that you're interesting. Like, ooh, can they go 0-17? you got to watch. No, no, no. It's, they've done it already this year. you got the two wins out of the way. Now you just... Lose your way into obscurity the whole rest of the season. Be great. Uh, what did you guys think of the um, of the broadcast? Since Mike, you were home, you got to enjoy that instead of being at the at the beautiful SoFi Stadium. Yes, yes, with Kevin Warren and well, it's uh, Chris Collinsworth. Certainly, the talk of the the talk of the game was Chris Collinsworth. Basically, yes. <laughs> I feel. Uh, I was proud that I warned the listeners last week that this is what Chris Collinsworth has become. Mm-hmm. He is now, he used to be Johnny Hardass, get on guys. And then I'm sure it's a coincidence, but about the time he bought pro football focus, suddenly became every player's biggest cheerleader. And we saw it in the, um, it, for the, if you weren't completely distracted by the constant shots of Taylor Swift, in with uh, Travis Kelsey's mom during the Jets Chiefs game, what you then were distracted by was Chris acting like Zach Wilson, who seemed to actively be trying to win the game for the Chiefs, talking about what a gutty effort it was and how much he's improved. And I got three hours yeah. of that, and I'm like, I think we're going to get three hours of Tyson Bajant puffery, and we did. And we, we absolutely did. got it. Actually, Tyson deserves it more than Zach Wilson does. But he didn't deserve it to that extent. It got it was absurd. Even to the point where locally, apparently Dan Bernstein and Lawrence Holmes were convinced that the Bears had talked Tyson up so much to Collinsworth in an attempt to uh, distance themselves from Justin Fields that it was all a big plot. And I'm like, I would buy that, but I expected it. I expected him to do it. I don't. He doesn't need to be prompted. This was, they spent, the, I think he does like 15 minutes of research a week, and he did it all on Tyson and his arm wrestling dad. So he's going to have three hours of Tyson's the greatest, because that's what he's so going for. I see. You're saying he would have done that. The Bears I, may have done that, but Collinsworth would have had a safe I don't think. I don't think the Bears did it. Right. You don't think they did it? No. I, it's funny, because I was, what really pissed them off was him saying, I think Justin Fields could learn a lot from Tyson Bajan. Which is ridiculous, but I, I think I knew what he meant, and it's simply the Tyson gets rid of the ball a lot faster than Justin, and I'd like to give Chris a little credit, but I, he probably doesn't deserve it. 
there were nice, there were good shots of Justin on the sidelines where he's got the headset on and he's got the play sheet and he would hear the play come in and he would call it on the sideline like he was in the huddle. You mm-hmm. could see him. You could, you could literally him. see him. In fact, I'm sure that, um, what is it? What's the guy's name? Connor Stallions? Connor Stallions. Having yeah. a yeah. fucking field day <laughs> because he can get all the plays. He can just, Justin didn't, Justin wasn't covering his mouth. He's got yeah. all the bare verbiage. He's just re- lip reading from his spot right there on the 50 yard line. Right. There's higher Harbaugh next year. I hope he comes with, please. Oh, we're going to talk, we, we can talk <laughs> about that too because, um, we're going to talk about that. They're going to be disincentivized from that which i'm all yes for. they are yes yes yeah i'm all for that yes. as well i, I, I totally had enough agree. of that asshole when he was the quarterback i don't ever need him to be the a- coach amen to that um so you know just is doing the thing you want the the quarterback who's not playing to do which is basically he's he's calling the plays like a crazy person to himself but he's not a crazy person he's doing it because it helps right. and then he's standing there and he's watching the plays unfold and he's like oh shit i'm glad um I'm glad Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa aren't chasing me today behind this line. Um, so I think I got what what I felt like. I didn't want obviously didn't want Justin to get hurt, but I thought when he's missing these games, it might actually help him to see, take a step back, pressures off, watch the yeah. game, try to figure out what the hell is Getsy doing. Maybe you could figure <laughs> something out from watching it, right. so that when you go back in, you have a little better idea of okay, this is what this dope wants me to do. That's what I yeah. thought. And I think yeah. people who are looking for a reason to just constantly be pissed immediately decided, oh, it's sabotage. Collinsworth is out there because who do we think on the Bears could convince Chris Collinsworth to say something, to do them a favor on national TV? Um, I, so I didn't buy that at all. I just thought, as you, Bernstein's back to just being a you know, complete prick all the time. Are you are you discounting the charms of a Matt Eberflus? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, uh, you know, Chris. Uh, um, uh, I got an acronym for this. No, don't I don't want any of your fucking acronyms, Floos. Um. Yeah, there was some galaxy brain stuff too. There was one. Somebody on Twitter was all upset that the Bears made the Vontes. The I call. I want to call him Vontes. It'd be a cooler name. The Montez sweat trade. Because they should be going all out to lose as many games as possible, and now they fix their pass rush. How hilarious is that? That they think that adding one guy to this sieve yeah, fixed everything is going to right. oh no now they're going to win ten games. This we're yeah that was screwed. great. It's like buddy, I got to tell you, uh, I don't think it's going to affect the win loss record this season all too much. No, not at all. I don't know if you saw it too the uh, I think it was BetMGM their Super Bowl odds for the Bears after the trade were basically the same as they were before the trade. Too. Still zero. They stayed at plus ten thousand. Yeah, <laughs> zero. <laughs> it's now negative zero. <laughs> yeah. So I, the Harbaugh thing, um, NFL.com had a report that if Harbaugh gets um, personally suspended by uh, the Big Ten or the NCAA as a result of this Connor Stallion's shenanigans. Or the and, FBI. Yeah, or the FBI, who's now at they're not actually They're not going to be after Jimbo. They're after the guy no, who filed the fake travel stuff. Um, right. That the NFL will honor the suspension, or at least at least a portion of the suspension. And the, the, um, the precedent for that is Jim Tressel. 
Right. Trussell got suspended. The, the NFL announced that he would have to have missed as I guess he was suspended for an entire season, and he would have had to have sat out. Even if you hired him, he would have to sit out an entire season. So really. So I'm sure what we'll get then is the um, at the all kinds of conspiracy theories, right? So say uh, say the flu survives. They've already okay. got to deal with Harbaugh. It's just uh, flu is gonna you know, one more year of tanking with the flu. You right. don't even have to tell him to tank; it'll just happen. And then Harbaugh, like Harbaugh takes over. <laughs> or if like they the hire if they hire a new coach, they'll somehow find a connection. They'll be like, actually, uh, this guy um, is uh, coached on a team with a guy who used to coach for John Harbaugh. And I know that in reality they hired him to be the offensive coordinator, but he's going to be the head coach for one year, and then they're and then they're going to announce Harbaugh, and then he's going to get demoted to offensive coordinator. So I'm already just, confused. Just I'm get so re- confused. Get ready for that. It's all going to happen. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. So the Bears had some momentum. They had the defense had played well three weeks in a row. They had won two out of three, and mm-hmm. the Chargers weren't exactly. Uh, playing at a great uh, at a great clip and uh, is it a bad sign when Brandon Staley who's almost positive to get fired completely outcoaches Mew well it's not a good sign no, no definitely not definitely don't like where that's trending I did though I was worried when I saw that he shaved the beard off I thought, oh, well, Brandon it, it kind of worked. Brandon means it kind of worked. Today. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like an anti-Samson thing. He, Didn't it look like he had just done it? He like, looked very like clean he was, shaven. He, very yeah. clean shaven, almost like wet still, as though like he had ra- like literally yeah. just done it right before kickoff. Like he's he had like some, it's like razor bumps going on there. <laughs> and it was Tarico is all kinds of great facts from Mike Tarico. Right, excuse me one second. And by the way, Gillette, if you're listening, uh, we're we are open That's for right. sponsorship. He. Yeah, okay. He gave us that uh, Brandon Staley, like a psychopath, uses a straight razor. Yeah. On himself? I guess. Yeah. Well, well, maybe. Oh, yeah, You're right. He's probably well, in there with the guy. with the. I'm doing, I'm doing the I, hand movements like anyone can see me with a leather strap. No. He's got him laid there like Al Capone, and he's over there. Well, I was going to say, he's like, he's like Albert Anastasia getting shaved in the, in the barber shop before getting killed, right? <laughs> so there is a uh, – if, you, if, you, if you've seen uh, – Killers of the Flower Moon. I haven't seen it yet. Is it great? It's very good. Yes. Okay. Well, it's I can't a... talk about it. Stop it. You yeah. can talk about it. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah, you I'm gonna. I'm not even. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna promote it. the film. You guys talk about. It. Okay. I'm gonna shut up. There is a scene where Robert De Niro gets a gets a shave with a straight razor. Just like it was basically like it's almost like they just they said cut on the set of The Untouchables and then they said you know what let's roll it again exact same. You would have thought they did it the same day. Nice. But it was funny. I laughed when I saw it. Because I think the way they have the way Scorsese has the camera on him, it's very clearly like, hey, remember this? Yeah. And it has nothing to do, you know, there's no one's getting whacked in the scene, but uh, I thought yeah. it was funny. Yeah, all I'll say about that movie's three hours and 25 minutes long. And it, um, I'd, I'm sitting there afterwards thinking, all right, how could he have shortened it? There's not there's not a lot of wasted scenes in it. You wouldn't have cut much, and it didn't feel mm-hmm. like three twenty five. Right. Well, now, that's the key. If it goes fast. some theaters, and they're getting in trouble for this. Some theaters have put an intermission in. 
And I could have used one because I had to zip out and go whiz and come back. And I would have liked, I would have liked an intermission, but uh, they okay. didn't get one. Right. There were like I don't know, 15 people in the theater when I was there. I probably could have stood up and went. All right, can we? Anybody want to? You know, just like wave. Like, can you stop it for a second? We all have to go pee. Right. <laughs> Other than the fact there's Anyone no actual projectionist. There's nobody up there, so there's nobody to stop it. Right. Yeah. You know, there's like one 15 year old sitting in a room watching porn with like the look with the screen monitors over there. It would have taken him an hour before he realized anything had gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, all right. Back to now. Back to Jim Harbaugh. No, I don't. Even okay. Back. <laughs> back to Jim Harbaugh. Um. How did you guys like? I thought this was great. Um, the did you get the uh, PJ Higgins homage during the broadcast, where they took uh, Tyson Bajan's high school and college stats and added them together, and put it on the screen yeah. like it means something? Yeah, you loved that, didn't you? <laughs> <sighs> it's like, yeah. you know who would have been just who? I'm sure he's well. He's doing the World Series on radio, so he probably. But Boog, that would have blown Boog's mind. Oh God! Oh God! Boog, any anytime he finds out that an athlete is a really good athlete, it just it just confuses the hell out of him. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. did you know well, he was an all-state basketball player? Yeah, he's a professional athlete, Boog. Chances are yes. he's good at more than one thing. I yeah, hate right. to tell you. you know How are you sure? Did you know he was the best high school baseball player on his baseball team? <laughs> yeah, the, the most of these guys are Boog. He's a scratch golfer. Yeah, Boog. We, we got. We understand. We understand. Yeah, him, him and the dope who calls the Iowa games for the Cubs. Those, those guys are yeah. excited well, about that. Well, that's the guy. Alex Cohen, that was the guy who added P.J. Oh, stands together. Oh, he's the guy who did it. Right? Yes, there he did. He, he, actually, yeah. he, he literally added his his AAA stats to his to like two weeks in the big leagues and proclaimed that the Cubs had their catcher for the next 15 years. He's <laughs> the greatest player of all time. Yeah, I'm sure that translates well for a 28-year-old rookie. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if you saw the news, but uh, do you know who the starting quarterback for the Bears is going to be on Sunday? I do. Bajan again. Three of four right there. Here we go. Yeah. He's got to win, right? He he had his loss this week, right? He's got to win the next two. He had his loss. Got to win the next two. I have all the faith in the world. (laughs) I don't like like games in the – the Superdome is too dark. Yeah, I really don't yeah, like it's not I agree. a pleasant I mean, viewing experience. I so agree. There was one really great game in the Superdome. Didn't involve the Saints. <laughs> not involve the Saints. No, didn't. Other than that, I, I yeah, I don't like watching games there. No. It's like somebody put in a window. Just one. One. Right. Make it like Minnesota where, you know, you're killing a bunch of birds, but you at least get some sunlight in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of that, I thought it, were people? I, I, was it was curious that Justin Fields wore the the sunglasses, the shades for the whole game, <laughs> and, I, and I thought, well, SoFi's kind of it, it's an indoor, but it's kind of indoor outdoor. But I'm I'm thinking, people think, well, he's in Southern California, so the sun's. Um, but I'm looking outside, like, no, it's it's dark outside. There's no need, <laughs> really, well, no need for the shades. And, and imagine us living in Chicago or in the Midwest, watching that game, seeing it be pitch black outside, and he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing is, pitch black here too. I'm like, well, I'm not sure what. The, well, okay, maybe they had, um, maybe they're. It's a VR headset, and he was actually he was watching a movie. He's watching. Oh, the there you go. There you go. On the sidelines. 
reciting dialogue. They would have timed up pretty well. Yeah. Three hours and 25 About minutes. the time of the game. Yeah. Right, right. Or, or maybe. It's funny, the game adds that he's still standing there. Like everybody's helmet. walked off the field and Justin is still on the sidelines. And there's a Justin, the game's <laughs> over. What? No, there's like 15 minutes left. No, no, there's not. No. Yeah. I got yeah. I got to see how this ends. <laughs> Guys are doing like the Mike McDaniel run past him, and he's just standing there <laughs> yeah. watching the movie. It's still yeah, there. right. Um, good friend Tom Loxus, when they showed Kevin Warren, and they were talking about, oh, he, you know, he's here to check out the stadium, and you know, the Bears have got to build one somewhere. And Trico's doing the whole, you know, I really hope they can work out a deal, in, you know, with the city. That that the ship is oh, you like to be on the lakeshore. Well, it's great oh, to go down and see a game in the lake. It's great to be in a stadium where you can't tell that the lake is right over there. Yeah, right. Nice. You have no idea. And what, the biggest waste of lakefront is to put a stadium on it. It'd be nice for maybe. How about more place for people to actually enjoy the lakefront right. than to put a yeah sixty thousand seat football stadium there. Right. Um. But a good uh, good friend Tom Lox's was like, oh, I hope he makes the stadium more like the more like the one he built in Minnesota and not like the one in uh, Southern California. And I thought, well, I don't know. I think an open air dome would be great. Would work in Chicago, yeah, in Arlington Heights, sure. <laughs> so now, you, Mike, you've been there. You've been in beautiful yes. SoFi Stadium. I have, I have. As I'm correct, right? It's 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 kind of open, right, on both ends. It's kind of open. Yeah. It's kind of an open air stadium. Yeah, I wouldn't that that design would not work in Arlington Heights. No. It's on the side of the old forum where the Lakers used to play, right? Yeah. And it's amazingly cool, as I'm sure everybody's tired of hearing. But it really is amazingly cool. And there's certainly a lot that you could take from that to put into a new, a new Bears stadium. But the open-air aspect is not one of those things. Now, the one thing they might want to fix if they just try to replicate U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis is uh, somehow set it up so that uh, thousands of birds don't kill themselves every day by flying into yeah. the, into the <laughs> windows. Try as I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to drink. That's yeah. why they blow that uh, the big horn. It's just to drown out the sound of the birds colliding with the glass. Oh, oh, that's dark. That's dark. Yes. <laughs> Were you guys surprised that the Viking, you know, the Viking Kirk Cousins, out for this season with a torn Achilles? Um, yeah, I saw it happen. And I knew what it was. I'm like, oh, that's bad. that's not good, because he fe- he got he hurt his foot. He fell down, and he hadn't, you know, you didn't see no, there was no knee wobble. His ankle didn't turn. It was just boop, can't put any weight on it. Went off the field. Well, he's Achilles was shot. Were you guys surprised that the Vikings uh, they did make a trade today for a quarterback? Were you surprised that it wasn't Trace McSorley <laughs> or Nathan Peterman? Yeah. Yeah, it would be fitting to replace Kirk. They, who did they? Who did they get? I didn't even see. They uh, for, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, Joshua Dobbs, because his apprentice, his uh, his time filling in for Kyler Murray is about to come to an end. Kyler is a week or two away from taking over again in Arizona, so they right. shipped him off. And just in time for the Bears too, because we really need them to win some games. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just. Um, yeah. The uh, old. Eddie Pinheiro, who just came up on uh, remember this uh, this crap last week because uh, the last time the Bears and Chargers had played um, was a, just a 
one of the one of many of the lowest points of the Matt Nagy era, where the Bears blew a fourth Ooh. quarter lead, but then in overtime got Eddie into uh, into chip shot uh, field goal range, and he missed a forty-one yarder. Actually, it must have been the end of the game because it was the end of, because they lost right on that kick. Right. Uh, Eddie made a field goal to win the Panthers' first game. Yep. Look at that. Costing us draft position, little bastard. Bastard. Bastard shot me in the ass. Are we going to see Kirk Cousins in about six weeks? Throw, you know, warming up on the yep. sidelines with the camera on him. You know, with the the oh, Jets hat on. <laughs> right. He's. I'm sure uh, Aaron has already sent him some of the industrial grade ivermectin to rub on his leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that whole story with the. Oh, you know, he's playing catch now, and oh, he's, what? When will he be back? I can tell you when he's going to be back. Opening day next year. That's when Aaron Rodgers is going <laughs> right. to be back. He's he's not a medical marvel. They didn't come up with some kind of new like the 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 innovative surgery that they did on him is like it's just how they do Achilles now. Right. Like they didn't do anything that they don't do with every other athlete and there's a big difference between standing in one spot and throwing the ball and running around with 300 pound men chasing you. Yeah. He's not going to yeah, play this. throw on the run. But um, and neither is Kirk. And that could end up affecting the Bears. The Vikings only have two wins. Yeah. Yeah. They have three now. They beat the Bears. They beat the Niners. Anyway, they don't have very many, and they're probably not going to win very many more. Now, there's a quite a race to the bottom in the NFL. We had mm-hmm. we had all, mm-hmm. all the most of the one win teams won two weeks ago. Right. Right. And then I and all, it doesn't help that. They all seemingly lost. the entire NFC South doesn't want to take a lead in any shape or form. Yeah, and sixty uh, percent of the NFC North doesn't ever seem That's to want true. to win a game again. Yeah, be a lot. There's a lot of bad teams. And you wonder where? When do you get to the point where they're never going to actively try to lose games? But where um, you might, if you're if you're, say, the general manager of a, of a team in, uh, say, maybe a city kind of like Chicago, mm-hmm. and you know your head coach realizes that he's playing for his life, that uh, you're like, he's he's going to do a lovey to us. Mm-hmm. He's got to go. we got to get a stooge in there. who be, we got to find our own Jeff Saturday, who's just going to come in right. and... And by sheer incompetence, no matter how hard he tries, isn't going to be able to win a game. Right. Don't want any of this accidentally winning a game on the last seconds at the end of the season. <clears throat> well, you—that's a very real uh, thing, right? But they're a lot. But they, they hopefully they'll be a long way from that. Say, uh, say they get Justin back in a couple of weeks. We talked about the schedule. They get back into the NFC North portion of the schedule, and it's bad. Except for the, well, they do play the Lions twice. Um, but you get a couple of wins, a couple of games there you should win. Um, you know, you may put yourself at a point where it's like, okay, it's not worth trying to, you know. Our pick is going to be a middling pick, not not at the bottom. So we might as well right. win a few. Right. Let's, you know, as much as I would love to have picks one and two, I, I got to see him win a few games. 
I just I can't. It's just too. It's kind of important to win to win games occasionally. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and if you weren't going to commit to trading away guys like Jalen Johnson today, you know, you got to know you have something good going towards the future with him. So. Yeah, I mean, I think they, I think they think they're still. I think they think they're going to sign him. I think they think they were. I think it was a. I think the whole thing today was posturing on both sides. You know, you get to a point in negotiations where uh, it's like, all right, one of us needs to kick. One of us needs to, you know, do something drastic. Trade me. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Go look. I don't think the, I don't think the Bears were. We're going to trade him today. Um. Not unless they were blown away by something. Yeah, it sounds like they asked for a one. Yeah. Nobody's going to give you a first-round pick for a right. cornerback for eight games. That's just not going to happen. Because um, at the end of the day, I don't know if you guys noticed this, they don't have very many good players on this team. So I would explain the record. Might want to keep. <laughs> might want to keep one of the ones that that is uh, that is kind of good. Yeah. In fact, I forget who it was who said that with when it, with the addition of of Montez, um, he who was it? Spread Spiegelberger, maybe. Somebody said that of the guys that the the since uh, during this rebuild, the Bears have three like cornerstone pieces now. DJ Moore. Um. Darnell Wright and Montez. Darnell Wright, yeah. Those three guys. That's all they've added. Yeah, well, they've the, added. He, he, was, he wasn't including guys, but there weren't very many, guys who were already here. These are the guys they've added. So you could still put Justin nice. in there if you wanted. Okay. Um, You're telling me Yannick Ngakwe is not a cornerstone? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me Ian Happ is not a cornerstone of this team? <laughs> I'd be fine if they wanted to give him a few reps. <laughs> He's insured, right? Yeah, Lloyd's of Rockford. Um, yeah, it becomes interesting. So yeah, the the Bears, they made the trade for Sweat. They gave up a second rounder, really high. It could be a really high. It could be as high as possible, <laughs> like last year. Yeah. S- second rounder. Yeah. Uh, they don't have a contract extension worked out with him. And so people are like, oh, they're just right. going to lose him after nine games. Well, they could franchise him in the next two years if they absolutely had to. Now, they don't, yeah. We don't ever want to do that, and they don't want to do it. And honestly, one of the reasons they might not want to do it is they might want to franchise Jalen Johnson. Yeah. You can only franchise one of the two. It would be really nice right. to, since you have $110 million of available cap room, it would be really nice to just sign both of those guys. It would be nice. That would be. Because at some point you have to spend it on something. Players, yeah, something that's gonna help you in the future. Um, I haven't seen an injury update on uh, Tremaine Edmonds, but uh, when his when your knee bends ninety degrees the opposite direction, something I think, good. I would think you hurt something, right? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Um. It was a good sign when, although it is the Bear Doctors, but um, he went into the blue tent of shame and came back out because they, you know, they can tell if you tore your ACL. They can, it's your knee goes the wrong way, and they know. Um, right. But I would, I would think he at least has a bone bruise. 
That's the and I referenced in the column. I referenced the the that during the the playoff run where the Bucks eventually won the championship. Um, Giannis's knee did that. He didn't. Uh, Javon Dexter, I don't think, hit him in the with his helmet, but his knee bent that way. And mm-hmm. you know, you're literally it's a bone bruise because the the two bones in your knee, you know, the that that connect, like rub against each other. Yeah. <laughs> they can't feel. Yeah. Sounds painful. Yeah. Um, but that's okay because if he's out, it's just it's just more Jack Sanborn. Could we find another Wisconsin linebacker then just so we could have a full set? <laughs> yeah. Lake yeah. Zurich High School, you got anyone for us right now? Who was the guy? Uh, was it Borland? Was that the guy that uh, quit after one year with the Niners because he decided he didn't, you know, he was tired of concussing himself? Could you bring him back just for the rest of the year so he had, a, so he had three Wisconsin linebackers running around? Right. Yeah. Was that during that whole stretch when, like, seemed like there was one big offseason for the 49ers at, like, Ten guys all retired at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Was that Jim Harbaugh's last year? Might have been. I was when they hired the, the crazy that one the guy they had for one year. I can't think of oh, one. Jim Tom Sula. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Tom Sula. That's who you need to bring in to help this tank job for the Bears. That could be your that could be your interim coach. Yeah, there's your interim guy. <laughs> hey, Rick, Rick Venturi's still alive, right? It's amazing. He's been an interim coach twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He used to be the head coach at Rockford Rockford West High School, I think. And that doesn't even Whoa. exist anymore. I mean, he's destined. He was head coach at, I think he won one game in two years at Northwestern. He is, he's destined to be a Bears interim coach. They just haven't had one. Wani is right down the street. I was, I can't believe Northwestern didn't snap him up. That's, <laughs> yeah. But they could have just done a timeshare. He could have been the interim coach of the Northwestern and the Bears. You could do both. No, you don't play. Yeah. On the, they don't play on the same day. Right. That's no problem. Lake Forest is pretty close to Evanston. You could do practices both facilities. Absolutely. Hey, are either yeah. you guys going? You know, there's football at Wrigley this weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Northwestern and yep. Iowa, which now officially has the lowest over/under in the history of NCAA football. Is it three? Really? Even 20, lower than like any of the services? 27 games. and a half. <laughs> wow. Take the under, whatever you do. <laughs> 27 and a half. Oh, man. Are, are they going to have it where you can only have the offense on the field going towards one end zone like they did in that Northwestern Illinois game? They're not even going to need an end zone. Yeah, no end zone. <laughs> no end zone. They're not even bothered. We didn't, pay, we didn't even paint them in. We know you guys don't use them. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Field fits fine now. We shaved off 20 yards. <laughs> 10 yards on each end. We just put the yeah. goalposts up. We know you like to, we know you like to use the goalposts, but that would be fine. Well, two years ago, Purdue played Northwestern at Wrigley, and I was at that game. And what they did is they filled up the Cubs' dugout yes. with dirt and just extended the field into the dugout so that you could have two actual end zones. So I assume they'll do the same thing here. That seems like a lot of work. Well, that's why they got rid of the bullpens. The bullpens had to move under the thing because those seats come out. They get yeah. some. They get some extra room for the field too. Yeah. The seats on the I guess the third baseline, right? Because yeah. they go from there to the wall the and right field. Right. Yeah. Right. So those right. seats, right. they pull those up, and then they can go a little bit farther. Yeah, and they um, <laughs> just run over the dugout. <laughs> it's incredible. They fill the entire dugout with dirt and make a and it's a field. They extend Ooh. the field. Did anybody check? 
was I God, I hope David Ross wasn't in the dugout when they filled it with dirt. <laughs> There's just a straw sticking up out of the thing. Right. It's a, it's a, Don't it's worry, a you can breathe in there. It's fine. It's fine. Got plenty of air in there. It's a little, it's a little dancing straw to check That's and nice see if move. he's alive. They just they they put their thumb over the straw and see if it like starts to shake. No, oh, he's there. You can tell he's trembling. All right. Then after a few minutes, just sinks. <laughs> is that is that straw doing the foxtrot? <laughs> Um, what a what a game that will be! Is it? Will the snow be gone? I understand you guys. If you're shoveling your snow, your uh, driveways today. Yeah, I got hit pretty hard today. So, did you get actual accumulated snow? Uh, By you, Mike. Not too crazy, but like it was. I was a Costco. Like, it, it, it was. It, it was tough the driving. It was tough driving for sure. Oh. Uh. Yeah, we didn't really get Rockford. Didn't get what Chicago got. We got some. We got some flurries. Puppy went out, saw snow for the first time. Didn't seem all that thrilled. Came back in the house. Yeah. Um, that was about it. Great, great day for trick or treating, though. Oh, yeah. I remember that as a kid. I remember, um, you know, you'd buy those costumes that had the the cheap like plastic mask with the rubber band oh, on the yeah. back, and then it's yeah. like a bib. You'd buy like a stormtrooper one. You have to wear it on the outside of your winter coat. Yeah, right. That sucks. <laughs> These were not made for the Midwest. No. Well, so that was that kind of day. Yeah, but it was. Um. All right, so uh, Bears Saints is a it's a CBS early game. Mm. Any prediction? All on NFC who? on CBS. Wow. Yeah. yeah, those things don't matter anymore. In fact, they have. Um, uh, they have two of those. They also have Arizona. No, it's Arizona Cleveland. I guess it's the only all. Uh, it's, it's, see, Fox have an all AFC game. No. Uh, any guess on who the crew is? Huh? Is it uh, Ian Eagle calling? No, we're one step below Ian Eagle. This is the, they got the number three crew. Is it Little Baby KK? No, little baby KK is uh, number one I just, on the Fox. I, I, I just I just wanted to say little baby KK. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it, we've had them before. This is they were repeat crew. They did. Um, Hell, they do home game. <laughs> oh, was oh, it? They did, uh, they did Denver. Three men booth. Andrew Catalan. Oh. Matt Ryan, Tiki Barber. Matt Ryan and Tiki Barber. That's right. Okay. And and Jack Collinsworth, perhaps. God, I hope. <laughs> we got a special guest in the booth. He wants to pick up where his dad left off. Jack, how about ten minutes on how great Tyson Bajan is? Well, okay. Um, so we got that to look forward to. Actually, I don't. I think Catalan's good. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's actually pretty good. I think Tiki sucks. I've always, I always have. I just think he's a yeah. dope. He's a dope. Uh, any guess on the spread? Now, last week we were like eight and a half. Ridiculous! What the hell is Vegas doing? Bears cover that with their eyes closed. Well, eh, we found out. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I guess they knew something. Uh, New Orleans definitely favored. Uh, is it minus? I'd say. 
five and a half. Okay, you're close, Mike. Six and a half. Seven and a half. Seven. Oh. Seven and a half. Do I hear seven and a half? Just keep bidding it up. <laughs> Over under significantly higher than Northwestern and Iowa. No, I let us hope. I would hope so. Uh, 41 and a half. Ooh. Ooh. Typical for a Bears game. Which Mid-40s. Is, I'm looking at the, the 40s. Week. Um, there's a lot, there's several games that are lower. Really? One of them jumps yeah. out though is, uh, Dolphins Chiefs, which you're going to like this, Mike, that's a 6.30 AM kickoff for you because they're in Ooh. Germany. Yeah. So I'm sure set your alarm. It's on NFL network. Yep. Okay. Over under 51. Should be one of the best wow. games of the year. And it's parked at, at 6.30 in the morning Pacific on NFL wow. network. Stupid, crazy. Uh, the German games last year, I think there were two of them. I know the Bucks played in one of them, and it was quite an atmosphere. Like they just cheer the entire. It's like the Phillies crowd. They cheer yeah. the entire game. They sing. They do all kinds. Of, Brady loved it. You got the feeling that if if they told him if he's he's going to retire, like you know, we're gonna we're actually gonna have a franchise in Berlin next year. He'd have come out of retirement to go play. He was super fired up. It was almost ridiculous. It's like, okay, Tom, calm down. This is one of the greatest greatest crowds I've ever played in front of. Um, all right, so it's obligatory. We're we're, we're always wrong. Uh, always. We might as well pick. I'll go first this time. Um, I don't think the Saints are any damn good, uh, but I'm going to pick the Saints uh, to win and to cover. I think the Bears list mm, is I'm with you. at least Saints eight winning cover. We don't even know if Montez is going to play. I mean, he could swing it. He could. He could start their could. Uh, what is it, their nine-game winning streak. Uh, well, you know, I I got I have Bajan winning three of a uh, three of the four, yeah, so he's got to Bears. Bears got to win this one, baby. Yeah, Go gotta, Bears! Right. You got to pick him the next two times he plays. I do. I do. Well, one of us will be right then. That's good. Well, I guess they could tie. That's still a thing that could happen. They could, they could tie. All right. Well, uh, the Bears roster is what it is. Yep. The trade deadline is passed. Nobody had to pack up and move except for a draft pick, and I don't think they even have a locker. No. Um, the only suspense would be what number is uh, Montez going to wear, so I know what jersey to go out and buy. Maybe, well, was uh, he in Washington? maybe he'll get. And he was ninety. 90. It's funny because um, Dominique Robinson is 90 because he was 91 when they got Ngakwe, and Ngakwe took it. It's uh, funny if he oh. loses it again. It's like, I got to change again? It's like, yes, you got to change again. <laughs> That'd be great. Sorry. Well, I got to know so I can go get my jersey. But actually, maybe uh, him and Cairo, why couldn't they just share it? They're not going to be on the field at the same time. And then okay, I yeah. could just get like a Velcro thing. I could just change the nameplate on the back depending on who's yeah. on the field. I like it. Yeah, it's good. I would do it. I like it. All right, we're going to bring that in. All right. All right. Well, I can't wait to talk to you next week after a exciting recap of the Bears' first game in the uh, in the in the Superdome since the uh, playoff game where Mitch Trubisky won the Nickelodeon player of the game. Wow. Mm-hmm. Talk about talk about a tease. All right. Well, thanks guys. Thank you. Thank you. Many of us have herpes. 